0: All right, we're live
1: hey that was quick
0: nice yeah how's
1: it going everybody how y'all doing
2: my hello, back hello. pain is back more painful than ever no what happened i injured myself a f-
1: goes randomly <laughs> oh dude i'm sorry
2: yeah so that's a i'm gonna be heating blanket i'm gonna be tied to this the whole time
1: how about you I, well, I missed last week's episode for a couple things. Uh, Oh, yeah. One thing was we had a death in the family. Uh, Oh. Reese lost her uncle last week, so we had to go through a Zoom funeral and everything, which was an interesting experience. Sure. And the other thing was on the actual day and time of the podcast recording, uh, I was part of a 50-turn Mario Party game for charity. Which was an interesting experience to say the least. Uh, it was run by a, a group that runs a professional Mario Party League and uh, whatever place you ranked in dictated how much money your charity got.
2: Okay, wait, okay. So cool. professional? Like they make money off of this Mario
1: Party League? Well like it's like they stream out their matches basically. They stream out their matches, they've got decent uh, like what's the word I'm looking for here? Production value and uh, they have like 50 or 60 plus players. Okay, right. So how was, has, have you done 50
2: turns before? That sounds like a nightmare.
1: Long time ago. Usually 20 is all we go for. So 50 was a was an interesting experience.
2: Okay. That sounds miserable. Especially sounds over so net bad. play.
1: So there was just like a, a bit of latency you had to worry about at times. Yeah. How long did that take? Mm. Three hours. Okay, not as long as I expected, but still pretty rough. Yeah, two and a half to three hours, somewhere in that range.
0: Okay.
2: What a uh, which Mario Party?
1: Mario Party two, the one I grew up with.
0: Okay.
2: Sure.
1: Yeah, we uh, we got second place. We lost first place on the very last turn, which was a bummer. Was it because f- of some like bullshit star out of nowhere? Uh, it was because on the second last turn, someone managed to land on an item space and got a boo bell, so they stole my star.
2: Yeah, that sounds like Mario
1: yeah, then- Party. Yeah, yeah, so it was Mario Party. It, it was it was a Mario Party loss in a Mario Party game, so it's it's what you expect.
0: Sure. But we yeah. still
1: managed to get uh, 700 plus bucks to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. So
0: Nice. Went good to a you good cause. Nice. Yeah.
2: What about you Paul? How you been? Been fine. Nothing new. You want you wanted to talk uh you want to talk about some uh Marvel.
0: Okay. Yeah one visions over that is yes no i was asking you have you seen agents of uh, shield i watched that first season when it first came out and i never went back yeah i heard that show gets really really good but like i saw one episode i was just like oh this sucks and i just didn't bother watching more of it so same thing yeah i've uh i've been considering going back to it but yeah one visions done not going to talk spoilers here didn't uh care too much for the last episode it was okay um they just wrapped up a lot of loose ends that they could have done something cool with but they just aren't taking the chance on uh currently anyways but they opened up they ended with what's gonna be coming in the movies for sure uh the big thing for me is i don't care about falcon and winter soldier and that's coming up next and i want to see how they follow up me caring every week about a show to me not caring at all in like at first about a show. So I hope they win me over.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm assuming it's going to be more action heavy. Totally. Um, yeah, for sure. I feel like it would almost be hard not to, because there was not a lot of action in WandaVision until like the last two episodes, maybe. Um Yeah, but I mean, I like those characters. I enjoyed their like riffing of each other that we got briefly in the last couple of movies that involved them. So I want to see what happens with that. Uh, I want to see the new captain America, right? I want to see how Falcon does it and whatnot. Sure.
0: Um, yeah,
2: it is crazy though that like we have one week off and then we're just like back into it. Like,
0: like let's go. Yeah. I like it. I kind of wish it was on this week, uh, just for something more to watch, but a week off is nice for sure to, yeah, I don't, on, I don't mind the- having the, like
2: the bit of the breathing room. Get a week to my to myself and do something else on a Friday night, but uh, I am looking forward to it.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, I, had, I had a movie recommendation I wanted to put out there for people. This is on Netflix. Uh, it's called Moxie. Um, okay, it's a it's a comedy. Let me just make sure I'm getting some of the information right. Uh, it stars. Um, A young girl who I don't know, but also, you know, so the Rotten Tomatoes is a lot lower than I expected. I quite enjoyed Moxie, and I believe, yeah, so it's directed by Amy Poehler, which I feel like that should just kind of sell you on it right there. Um, Okay. And she is in it as, like, the mom character, but it's like a teen coming-of-age comedy, and I thought it was very funny. And uh, I feel like uh, good comedies are pretty few and far between uh, when it comes to the pandemic
0: there's yeah, not I a agree. lot of them right now
2: so uh that's on netflix
0: moxie i thought that was pretty good so if you guys are looking for a laugh i, I would recommend it quite a quite a bit the last uh, uh, young chat. girl coming of age thing i saw was book smart how does it relate to yeah. like that
2: yeah i th- I think if you like book smart you'll like moxie okay same kind of attitude say exactly same kind of attitude uh similar to like if you saw eighth grade uh okay some, some stuff with there yeah sure <laughs> yeah uh yeah very teen coming of age starring you know female protagonists so very similar to those ones for sure um and we got you know goofy guy in the chat here saying tomorrow the making of wandavision is coming out so if you do need some brand new marvel there is technically new marvel you could watch Um, i like behind the scenes stuff so i would watch that yeah sure yeah also i wanted to i brought some show and tell because i just i just bought this comic book
0: yeah i'm buying that too actually (laughs) I this didn't know is, they did a compendium this is, of uh mass this effect. Is
2: 800 pages of every mass effect comic book. That's awesome. <laughs> I did, yeah. I didn't know this existed, but it went on. It went, it was like discounted on sale this week. And I was like, this is awesome. This thing was like 30 bucks, which that yeah. seems like a pretty good deal for 800 pages of comic. I can't wait to get into this. I haven't started it yet. Um, mm. I'm actually like three quarters of the way in, in another book that I'm, so once I finish that, but this is a, this is a big boy. This thing is over four pounds. Yeah, this is a heavy boy. Um, I've always Jeez. wanted to read the um, Mass Effect comics. As someone who's actually read the Mass Effect books, I, it's like, well, there's more I could I could do more um, and just never got around to it. And but finding out there was a collection that this is great. So uh,
0: that's awesome.
2: Just a, just showing this off a little little fun little thing I got. It's when did those all pages. originally come out? 800 pages? This is 800 pages. Yeah. Um, when did these came out years ago? Out? This would this would have been back when, you know, Mass Effect was big. Um, I remember these these are these are, you know, probably close to 10 years old. Uh, I'm not seeing like a date on these and I don't want to look it up.
1: I'll look it up. I'm on it.
2: Okay, but yeah, these were coming out when the, the games were coming out.
1: as like side things, so
2: they're they're not new in any way and that's why this was on sale otherwise this would have been a lot more i don't know when this compendium came out uh i compendium just came out,
1: out it. november 3rd last year yeah the that's compendium great. did yeah yeah
2: wow well it was already on sale like i said i got this thing for 30 bucks with including tax
1: actual comics started in 2010 yeah i had Branded some of them 2017 wow
0: the ones I had were pretty good. They all had, uh, what's her name? Liara, Liana, I can't remember which one it is on the front because, of course, they do. And she's always doing, like, a power thing. So, yeah, no, they're cool. I can't, I'm cool excited character. to get into that myself.
2: I I am, too, yep, for sure. Um, all right, let's do the, the video game part of the podcast, uh, which is all of it. This is the Top Down Perspective for March 11th. I'm Sean Booker i'm paul fleck <clears throat> john wheeler
1: and uh john what have you been playing for the last two weeks so i haven't really been playing too much the last two weeks for a couple reasons uh one was today i brought back my youtube channel so i'm doing let's plays again so that was my free time has been tied up getting all that ready and uh the other reason is right, I, I saw got you into, t- tweet
2: out oh, about this hmm I said all right i saw you tweet out about this how's that going
1: Uh, So far, really good. It uh, seems like it's been well-received, so I'm happy that all that time actually was not wasted. I'm glad that uh, the reception's been good and that it feels nice to be doing it again. Uh, The other reason is I got back into movies for some reason, so I've watched like four Bruce Lee movies this week.
2: Okay. Okay, so just all the current stuff.
1: Oh yeah, brand new, brand new stuff. Yeah. Okay. No, it's been fun actually <laughs> having some time to relax. I I got those Criterion collections when they were on sale, so I picked up Bruce Lee and mm-hmm. Godzilla. So I've got a lot of a lot of cheesy seventies oh, okay. and eighties stuff to watch.
0: Okay, nice. but cool. uh,
1: but other than work related stuff, I did get a chance to play a little bit of a game called Loop Hero, which came out pretty recently. Yeah, you if, and everyone else you have played last this? Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I- yeah. That uh, that's a good game. It's more than I expected it to be. Uh, Everyone was having a hard time kind of describing it, and I can get why now. Uh, But that's pretty fun, honestly.
0: Yeah. It's unlike anything else on the market for sure. A lot of different little parts from other games all put together and kind of a new thing. It's it's very hard to describe. You kind of have to just see it and play it.
1: (laughs) It's a deck-building, auto-battler... World RPG. sim <laughs> RPG, crafting like well. elements. <laughs> it's just yeah. so yep. weird, yep. but it's really every cool. buzzword. Like the, yeah, yeah, it's every buzzword, but it, it's really the only way to put it because that's yep. that's what it is. It's a game of every buzzword, and it somehow mm-hmm.
0: works. <laughs> yeah, that's the surprising thing is that it's yeah. uh, a lot of information, but it's really easy to get into for sure. Yeah, it's weird.
1: Uh, was this the game that last year Devolver Digital said would be this year's game of the year from them?
0: I, I think, think so. Was.
1: Yeah, I can I can now see why they said that. They're they're swinging for the fences pretty hard with this one.
0: Yeah, uh, I know it was advertised. Uh, yeah, but other
1: than that, yeah, it definitely was. Uh, other than that, I haven't really been playing all that much. So that's about it for me.
2: Uh, Paul, you got anything you want to talk about? <sighs>
0: no getting ready for resident evil okay. 8 been playing nothing but resident evil for weeks so that's it All right. okay all right um
2: i played a bunch this week uh first off i finished spyro one sure
0: uh, that right f- that final fight was no, i forgot you uh, were playing lame.
1: spyro yeah did you take a week uh, off went- last week
0: because i forgot that you were playing this as well
2: no i've just been kind of playing it in the background like i didn't have okay. anything much else to add about it um, sure yeah I, was, I was just about to say the achievements are pretty great in Spyro because there's one per stage so you get a bonus thing to, to try and go for in each stage which is really nice mm-hmm. and then at the very end they're like if you want the last two achievements did you collect every possible thing that was collectible in the entire game and of course yeah. I didn't that's so. how those
1: <laughs> games are that's how those <laughs> games were
2: and like the, so like I'm sitting at like you know like <clears throat> 95% of the achievements done and then it's like, well, I, in order for me to get these last two, I would have to replay the entire game. I'm not doing that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that last boss fight's pretty lame, but whatever. I did start Spyro two. So I'm into Spyro Two. Uh already that is just a that's just a much like more dense game. You get like abilities, you there's reasons to go back to the stages, there's like branching paths. All the stages in Spyro One were they were not exactly linear, but there was kind of a pathway of like, oh, if I just follow this, it's going to bring me around the whole thing towards the end. Done. This one. Yeah, there's reasons to come back, to leave the stage, with come back with a new ability. Then you get access to this area. Um, there's way more voice acting. There's actual female characters. <laughs> I always thought it was odd that every dragon I rescued was a male dragon? Are there no female dragons? I, actually, I've still not seen a female dragon, to be fair.
1: I don't think they, there are. Or if there are, they don't show up till like, the third game. So it,
2: either they don't exist, or there's no gender, or the males lay eggs. Because there are dragon eggs that you have to collect as well. So I'm just kind of wondering how that whole physiology works, I guess. Which I doubt they're going to dive too much into.
0: Uh, i'd be surprised <laughs> yeah
2: it is kind of funny playing this remastered trilogy the games look identical to each other as opposed to like the game getting looking better as you get to the next one since they're all remastered at the same time uh i thought that was just a kind of a weird thing to come across also the second game you get a double jump from the get-go definitely Smart. better game for them already yeah Yep. especially because the entire first game spyro's jump height is is just short enough that you you can't get to the next like the second step so you're always thinking oh i can do two steps no you can do about a step and 90 percent of a step so every jump feels bad when you're going upstairs it's like why can't you mantle dude like just like you're so close uh but now you get a double jump it solves that problem which is great
0: so uh
2: yeah i'm gonna continue going through spyro Two. um and then, OK, so I played a game called Going Under. Uh, it's called uh, the subtitle is Internships Are Heck. This was a games with gold free weekend game that I enjoyed so much. I bought it like a media. Wow. Yeah,
0: this was pretty this surprising is, uh, to me. A roguelike, right? This is like the binding is rogu- of Isaac type thing. Yeah, you get power ups. You go a into a room, kill dudes and then leave.
2: Yes, it is. Yes, it is a roguelike. Um but the premise is really good. So you're an unpaid intern at a new startup called Fizzle that makes fizzy energy drinks that are also meal replacements. So they disrupted two industries at once, and that's how they got a bunch of money. Okay. So you're there for a marketing internship, but instead they want you to go in the basement and fight monsters. Um, The writing is is great. There's a ton of really good puns about, you know, how shitty unpaid internships are and like lame startup tech businesses. There's a bunch of great like goofs on cryptocurrency and such. For example, the first each dungeon you go down into because there's separate ones is based on a different startup that they're trying to like get the like property from for fizzle. So the first one is joblin, which are full of goblins, but they're, but they're goblins with jobs. So they're joblins. And that's great. Sure. Um, there's always a shopkeep in each dungeon, and that person's really funny. Every time there's tons of dialogue to go through, which is really great. So you don't get a lot of repeating. Uh, you'll find a vampire in each stage that will offer you a curse, which is pretty similar to like um, dead cells, where if you survive the next you know X number of encounters with the curse, you're going to get a bunch of items and whatnot. He's the entrepreneur, and he's great.
0: <laughs> uh
2: huh. Um, there's the third dungeon is a dating app that you can only talk to the other person through emoji. That's the that's the premise of this app. Okay, um, that's pretty funny. And there's just tons of like body pillows and like pictures of the number sixty nine on the wall. That one's great. The second one's a cryptocurrency one, which that that's pretty funny in itself. And when you go to the store in the cryptocurrency dungeon, you can pay in crypto that you've gotten from the enemies or you can convert it to cash and pay in cash. Um, so That's fun. Um, it looks pretty goofy. It, it kind of looks almost like, you know, like a like a Katamari esque uh, art style. Everything is really physics based. That's actually my one complaint is since everything's physics based. Things can kind of just bounce around and and mushy themselves around in weird ways. So the combat is not as tight as say a Dead Cells would be. Um, sure. But like what is you know what I mean?
0: <clears throat> Besides the yeah. like I guess. Um, yeah, there's a so few, the combat's but it's rare.
2: Yeah, the combat's a little a little mushy, so it's not as tight as you'd like it to be. But you know it it is good enough, and like I think the star here is the writing in it. Um, uh, again, this is called going under. Uh, and i would recommend it it came out uh, late last year it's on steam as well i think it's around 15 bucks or so maybe 20 so um apart from that i apex legends came out on the switch and i tried that out
0: yeah how was that
2: why I, I mean why did it come out or why did i try
1: you No, know, why'd you try it out because like you knew it was not gonna be good <laughs> well, I mean, tons of Battle Royals are on the Switch. Fortnite's on the Switch. Mm, yeah, but Fortnite's got an art style that probably works better and can run on the Warzone is
2: on mobile. PUBG's on mobile. So, you know, uh, I will say, though, Apex Legends on the Switch uh, is shit. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yep, <Yeah>, not surprised. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. First, so it runs at seven twenty thirty, 30 um, which oh, means man. when I have it up on my TV screen it looks like a muddy mess and I can barely follow any action happening during a firefight. Like, Holy smokes. It is like unplayable. It looks better on in handheld just because everything is a little sharper and it's not getting blown up on my big screen. Um, uh-huh. but then there's just weird, like, <clears throat> like stuttering. Cause I have to use a Wi-Fi connection as opposed to a wired one. Uh, and then I'm also also in handheld mode. I have to use the joy cons, which those analog sticks are just not great for a Twitch shooter like that. It, sure. So yeah. Both ways are bad. They're, they're so bad. Um, you know, some of the chat is saying I was going to pick up the switch. I mean, it is free. So, I mean, there's no reason not to. But like. If you have any other way to pay, play Apex, you should do that first. Because I don't I don't really know who this game is for. If you're this interested in Apex, a two year old game at this point and you haven't found a way to do it. Like, were you waiting for it on switch? Like, that's that's I'm kind of curious, but I hope they fix it at some point because it is it it just I had no fun. I never want to play that thing again on switch ever. Um,
0: sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know.
2: It's also hard because I'm coming from playing like the Series X version, which looks and plays like beautifully. But even then, like it was just a ho- it was just difficult and unpleasant to play. Um, And the last thing is, I'm still going through Bra- Bravely Default 2. Uh, I'm like 15 hours it. in. It's it's fine.
1: Ah, I, I don't think I,
2: I mean, I don't think I could recommend it. It's not great. It's not doing anything special. I'm, I'm still curious what the big twist, because Bravely Default games usually have a twist in the late mm-hmm. game. Yeah, So I'm curious what that might be, uh, but for the most part, I, I think there are better RPGs you could d- spend your time with. I don't think you need to play the Default 2. Uh, and that's all I've been playing, so let's do some news. <clears throat> all right, this first one, Square Enix is going to have um, uh, the first Digital Direct Square Enix Presents is what it's going to be called uh next week march 18th they've shown they've talked the uh they've mentioned what games they're going to be talking about okay it doesn't seem very interesting um and i think we i can kind of underline that by the big tent thing they're advertising is a new life is strange which i mean i like life is strange a lot but if that's your biggest thing it's, i don't know if this is going to be a great presentation to watch um
0: just Cause They've Mobile. Also,
2: there's a Just Cause hmm. Mobile coming, I guess.
0: Hmm.
1: Was that ever announced?
0: Okay. I, it is on this little thing. Oh, no, I, didn't, that on I mean, like,
1: <laughs> before, before this tiny list. I don't know. No, I don't I, think so. I don't know.
2: But I also didn't hear anyone being like, whoa, was, this was just announced. So I uh, I love New
1: Square <laughs> Enix Montreal games. It's a great yeah, one, new Yeah, New Square
2: Enix Montreal games. Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary. Whatever that means. Marvel's Avengers, which I'm assuming because this is the day that the the new update is coming. They're just going to talk about the new update. Yep. Outriders uh, and Balan Wonderworld. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've heard nothing but bad things from that demo. But anyway. (laughs) Cool. I'll check out the new Life is Strange, I guess. It's going to be a whole new cast of characters, they
0: said. So sure. I mean, we're all probably going to watch parts of this, if not the whole thing. So whatever. We'll talk about it next week. I'm sure we will for sure.
2: Uh, Speaking of next week, one day before that, the next expansion to the Outer Worlds is coming out. Yeah, Uh, which I am super excited. Uh, What's the full name of this? I don't know the name
0: of it at all. It's murder something. Murder Muron. on
2: Eridanos. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's sure. Got a
2: fun little trailer where it's a mystery murder, what's going on at the Rizzo's Spectrum Brown Vodka facility. More outer of worlds. I, like I'm just sold. I'm sure. so excited. Um I was looking how much it was. Turns out I bought the season pass last time, so I already had it. Too. And that was <laughs> that was just great yeah. to see, so. That's yeah. March uh, 17th on PC, Xbox and PlayStation. Get excited for that. Um, yeah. Uh, This next one is that Vive announced the face facial tracker for VR. uh, Which looks like a little camera device that clips to the bottom of of a Vive headset and it will basically track your mouth and maybe some of your nose, Uh, probably just your mouth and your cheeks, I guess. Okay. Says it can Mm. uh, track up to 38 facial movements and match lip movements with voice with almost zero latency.
0: Ugh VR chat's gonna be just the worst.
2: It's gonna be weird. Uh, apparently, this thing by itself is a hundred and seventy dollars. Wow! Yikes! Uh, that's, what, that's what this website says. Uh, there's a bunch of info on Vibes website. Hundred and seventy dollars. I have to assume it's at one point these will just be like built into the bottom of the headset because it looks kind of weird yeah. having this like hanging off that
0: the, like, the visor. The big thing is is that they've developed this, so now it's an it's an add on right now, but for the next like generation, it'll just be part of something, so yeah, that's cool. I mean, I look at this headset
2: that's a lot of things strapped to this lady's head,
0: yeah there is
2: not the cable you got the the headphones coming off of it, and then you got this extra cable wrapping around to the new mouth tracking thing. I don't know. I'm sure something cool will come from it. Yeah. Uh, speaking so. of something cool, there's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: Who's excited about this? Yeah, I am. Yeah, this is so, exciting. Uh, Shredder's Revenge uh, looks like an old school beat up Yeah,
1: Donnie and and Tribute Games, so the teams behind Streets of Rage 4 and Mercenary Kings. Didn't Tribute yeah. do Scott Pilgrim? supposedly that's what i remembered them from
2: which made me members that uh, did scott pilgrim
0: move to tribute yeah it was it was something like that yeah
2: they it does say on the steam page online co-op which it makes me excited um hopefully it works because scott pilgrims does not
1: yeah at least the last time (laughs) i tried
0: no it still found it yeah
1: Founded okay. in 2011 by former Ubisoft employees who amongst other games worked on Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game and TMNT, the movie game.
2: Which that game's OK if you want like a real easy Prince of Persia knockoff.
1: Which I, I mean, do. yeah, there's. Oh, right. They worked on Panzer Paladin. I forgot about that. Uh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, a couple of games they worked on: Mercenary Kings, uh, Flint Hook, and Panzer Paladin. Those are probably some of their most best known ones. Oh, and Wizard. I forgot about Wizard. Damn.
2: Okay. Yeah. Flint Hook. That was all right. It. Okay. So I mean, like, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm I could play some more Teenage Mutant Turtles. We got Bebop and Rocksteady in there. The Foot Clan.
0: They had an actual animated opening, which was fucking awesome. They do yes for that trailer. You can definitely
2: watch that. The old school theme song in there redone. But yeah, it's, looks good. I hope it's good. Same. Uh, I don't think there's any
0: info on release date or anything. There isn't. There's no info at all.
2: All right. And Dude, this last little bit of news say. is that uh, my Xbox and Bethesda had a little roundtable discussion uh, live stream today. They mentioned it's not going to be focused on news or reveals, and it wasn't. Uh, But one of the kind of interesting things is people basically asked, what's the deal with uh, exclusivity going forward with Bethesda? And they said the kind of boilerplate thing, we're going to honor contracts that are already in place. Uh, But, you know, going forward, if it makes sense to things be multi-platform based on legacy, then we might be looking at that, which to me kind of sounds like I bet they keep Elder Scrolls as a multi-platform game, but like Starfield, they won't. That's what I, that's my guess here at this point. Uh, and they hmm. said they want um, for their uh, Xbox members, they want people to have the best experience on platforms that have Game Pass on it. Uh, so who knows? They didn't say any of the specifics, uh, but they did also add 20 Bethesda titles to Game Pass today, which is pretty cool.
0: Yep. All for console, um, all except two for PC, and I think all except for th- three for uh, mobile as well.
2: Yeah, looking like that. I'm not, not going to do the counter, <coughs> but that's a, that's a lot of games that Game Pass just got a whole lot better. So good on Game Pass.
0: Yeah, lots of good stuff for sure. And uh,
2: that's going to do it for some news. So let's do some questions. Uh, if you would like to send in a question, it's top down perspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's P.O. box. Uh, I can read this first one from Matthew, who says, what completely inconsequential change would you make to smash ultimate? This could be things like changing a character's alternate skin, adding a music track or changing a voice clip. I would change one of Daisy's taunts. So she shouts, hi, I'm Daisy.
1: I agree with this change. I'm good with this. It's all you like that one? Yeah. Okay. That's a great one.
0: Okay. Um I'd add a whole bunch of Mega Man stages with theme music for those stages.
1: Hmm. Okay,
2: I'm trying to think. I feel like I don't I don't know enough that would be like a small thing.
1: I would make it so that you could give any character any other character's voice. Oh, <laughs> that'd be fun! So you want so you have Ganondorf running around as Peach with Peach's voice. It'd be perfect. Okay, sure. That'd Be fun.
0: Yeah. What about yeah? Like that'd a be DK fun to mode? give like, like a big head mode.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. There oh, you go.
2: That, that is a good one. Yeah. You now you you give like Captain Falcon's voice to Pikachu. No, Pichu. The
1: even smaller or pichu one.
2: yeah either even both better would be pretty funny that would be pretty <laughs> yeah. good yep and big head mode that's good um i don't have a great answer what if dk got a uh does he have a taunt where he slaps his ass currently i don't know no
1: but there's one where he, he like he shakes his like shoulders and shimmies and i think you can stare at his that butt one's pretty good that.
2: yeah that one's pretty good. I just want one where he just tur- like he's he just turns his ass to the camera and slaps it and then looks over <laughs> his shoulder at you. <laughs> you might touch That'd
0: that. Be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OK, and just next th- question, same
2: boat, just kind of same boat. I just want like one of the humanoid characters. It doesn't matter who It has to be like an actual human, not like a like, you know, how Mario's like a goblin it has to be like yeah. an actual human. And I want them to just look at the camera and just like moon it. Just like take their pants down and just
0: moon the player. I kind of agree. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kevin writes in how many gigabytes does a game have to be for you to reconsider getting it? Might answer this answer might be something crazy like one terabyte will probably be different for console versus PC. I don't have a limit.
2: No. So if the if they, well, how big is your PC?
0: I don't know, 5 terabytes? So what if it was 6 terabytes? Yeah, I I mean, the limit is however much I can hold, I guess.
1: Okay. Yeah, if if it means I have to buy a new memory card or hard drive to get it to fit, then that's definitely worth reconsidering. Yep.
0: Depending on what the game is, is, I might do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I assume this is coming up because of that whole Call of Duty discussion where like you can't fit both call of duty and Warzone on a 500 gig playstation 4 (laughs) or something like that which is insane
2: yeah Yeah. well so it comes down to like well what do you want to play do you want to play the two call of duties or do you want to play a whole bunch of other games
1: i think if once you've gotten past 100 gigs you've kind of gotten out of hand like grand theft auto i hate having to reinstall grand theft auto because it takes so long
0: Sure. really it I mean, seems to be well just mainly
1: Rockstar and activision that are usually the culprits here sure yeah
0: yep.
2: we're well past 100 gigs being broken that's like that happens every like two months with some big game i feel yeah.
1: like final fantasy 7 remake was like 90 or something like that 90 gigs
2: i'm sure tr- i yeah i've never gotten to a point where i've said i am not gonna play this game it's too big Mm-hmm. And I'm fortunate enough to have high, sp- like I have gigabit internet, so deleting stuff and re-downloading it later is an option for me as a knowing yet, I that would be. Yeah. But. Yeah, so because I'm trying to think like if it was like 500 gigs, if you used like half of my Xbox's hard drive, hmm. I would probably just delete a bunch of stuff that I was hoping to play at some point and then I could re-download it
1: later. I guess uh, if it doesn't
2: fit on the Xbox.
1: I think it depends on how much you have to delete. Like, that would be the marker. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, on my Switch, whenever my Switch runs out of space, I don't mind deleting, like, a couple games I already beat and I don't plan on going back to. If I have to yeah. delete, like, 30 games to get it to fit, then I'm like, reconsidering it. What if it's, like, a Mario game, though? It's, it's the next Mario game. M- Nintendo knows how to actually compress
2: their files, though. I, this whole thing is just a hypothetical. So the hypothetical scenario I know, I know. is the next Mario game is going to, you're going to have to delete 75% of your Switch's space. <sighs> are you going to, you, you're going to no, do it, right? I don't, I don't think Mario? I can do
1: it. I don't think I can do it. Even wow. for Mario. Even Mario. I don't for think Mario. I believe
2: you. I don't think I believe you. Nothing Look, we'll man, I already
1: have a out. one terabyte SD card in my Switch. If it gets to a point where I have to, like, delete stuff off of that, something's gone wrong. <laughs>
2: I agree. I definitely agree. I bet you would buy a new memory card, like an, another one. And you would just I don't
1: think they make bigger than one terabyte right now. I well, don't, you would I don't buy a second option.
2: Like you'd buy a second one. That's my, that's what I assume would happen.
1: OK, you know what that I have a spare. So you're right. I would probably just do yeah. that instead. <laughs> but like like the, the one terabyte has. Oh, my God, that's it. 270 gigs free on it right now. So I've already got a lot of stuff on there. That is a lot yeah and if that space suddenly disappears i would be absolutely livid
0: this is a different question for console though for sure pc i'm used to deleting and re-downloading stuff literally every time i want to play something so it's not a big
2: deal so what's your answer for switch then
0: paul switch if it's over like 10 gigs i'm not buying it on that i'm buying it on a real system like my playstation or pc if i had an xbox that i'm not buying it on the switch yeah, the Apex is twenty five. Switch. I had to. My Switch is my Pixel indie game system, and whatever Nintendo decides to throw on there every now and then. It, it okay, so here is the question for you:
2: else. Next Mario, the next Mario.
0: I would delete everything and put it on my one card. I absolutely would. Yeah, Switch would, isn't yeah. a big I deal I would to too. me. I would play it, and then I, I, would, I would delete just, that when I was done, and then reinstall stuff as I needed to. This definitely gets harder if you get to like data cap limits. It's okay if I had a data cap limit. If it's over 80 gigs, like I'm sorry, I'm probably not going to.
2: Yeah, that's
0: you can't be downloading like a hundred gigs every week if you have a data cap, you're gonna get exactly (laughs) that's no good. And some people definitely
1: have to juggle this stuff, right?
0: Totally, yeah, yeah.
1: All right. Next question comes us from Boco. It's a time <clears throat> for a question about your sets, Paul. Tell us something about that classical guitar that's behind you.
0: Uh, that guitar was bought from my school when I was in guitar class in two thousand two. And you stole it? Did I not say the word "bot"? <laughs> But but. it's
2: the school's guitar though you said it was bought for the school from the
0: school because we had bought guitar class okay. i liked the guitar and i was just like can we buy this so we bought it oh okay from the school
2: i, I thought they bought it for the school no no you no You no, liked no, no, the no. guitar and you're like i'm going to I'm take keeping this,
0: this this is mine now yeah no <laughs> no i liked how it played so that's been with me for 19 almost 20-ish years now and that jeez Case is a painting of that guitar on the case that I did in art class. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> that's actually
2: just the case with uh, like a guitar picture on it. There's just dirty clothes in there. That's that's just where I <laughs> put my laundry. In.
0: <laughs> I put my laundry in a lot of places. The guitar cases is the la- is the one I haven't yet. Maybe maybe oh. someday. Yeah. Sean, tell us
1: something about that framed picture or painting that's just to the side of you.
2: I'm assuming it's this one. I that would one, turn yeah. and take it off and show you guys, but I might die if I turned that <laughs> with my back right now. So yeah. that is that is a picture I got in Austin. Last year, it was like the last trip I went on before COVID hit. It's when I went to Pack South. <clears throat> Uh, is it on
0: your Instagram? I'm it, sure you have a picture of that somewhere.
2: I I think it might be on somewhere on my Instagram.
0: It is a picture of a
2: squid destroying a subway train with a bunch of people like freaking out. Um I guess it's just like a weird like train squid.
1: So as as normally exist. Yep. Yep. Uh John tell us something about that arcade cabinet that's behind you. Which one? Yeah, (laughs) there are are two behind me right now. Uh, The small one is an NBA Jam arcade one up cabinet, but it is NBA Jam, NBA Jam Tournament Edition and NBA Hangtime. So those three games, it's four player Uh, and it's online enabled. So you can actually play against other people who own the machine as well. Uh, And the other one behind me is an Asteroids Deluxe machine, uh, an actual arcade machine. So you can see the size difference between the two. Uh it is currently broken right now because the the contacts for the buttons need to be cleaned, but it otherwise is uh, fully functional. It turns on just fine and I got it for 60 bucks in a raffle.
0: That was nice. the Pincade pinball show thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So
1: uh, Calgary used to have these uh, arcade like events, Pincade equivalents, I think is what they were called, or Pincade. Yeah bunch of local arcade owners brought arcade machines, pinball tables, and stuff like that. And some of them actually raffled off machines. And the two I got to go to, I actually both times won an arcade machine. I won the Asteroids Deluxe Machine one year. And then the year after, I won – I can never remember the name of it. It was like Hot Shot or like Super Shot or something like that. It was a, a sort of pinball table, but it was also like Crossfire where you aimed like a gun that was full of ball bearings and you had to shoot targets with them. Right. Yeah. What happened to that one? Where's that one? Yeah. Uh, hyperball actually, I think is what it was called. Uh, that one broke upon delivery. So, and we could never get it working again because it had a fuse issue. And, uh, Paul and I had a, a friend who worked for a gaming company in town that knew how to restore pinball machines and arcade machines, so I just kind of sold it to them. So they okay, they took it.
2: Nice. You're saying this was put together by a bunch of Calgary arcades?
1: I don't think I know of a single arcade no, like, that like wasn't arcade machine owners, like just a bunch owners, of collectors yeah. essentially.
2: Oh, okay. I was gonna ask, like, were did Calgary have like
0: dedicated arcades ever? Used to. It had a couple, yeah. It had yeah. one downtown right off the train line. It had one in the university. Yep. It had okay, the, the university one.
2: one might be familiar. Yeah, Yeah. the
0: Cove was
1: the university one. That's the one where I spent most of my oh, time in university. That sounds familiar. Uh, the one across from the downtown sea trains was kind of okay, but it was in a weird spot. Uh, yeah. Eau Claire was probably one of the better-known ones, too. Eau Claire had Eau Claire. a really good one. Chinook kind of did, too, and that basically faded away. Eau Claire Where's had the, the, the dance dance are you, are you, kids. Are you just talking about like the uh, like the movie theater? Yeah, the movie theater used to have like a decent sized one, but <clears throat> Eau Claire had like a dedicated gigantic one and also a pool hall next to their movie theater.
0: Yeah, that's um, right.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. I've been to that one. Yeah.
2: I played like one of those like yeah.
1: snowboarding games there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Eau Claire one was yeah. really good. It was yeah. everything
2: in Eau Claire dies, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that is true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Except for I'm, that movie I'm theater. Weirdly surprised- enough.
2: That
1: movie theater is still yeah. going strong.
2: That's what I was going to say. I'm surprised it had a movie theater as long as it did. It, up until now, like as far as I know, there's still a
0: movie theater there. Yeah, Because um, it was but, one yeah, of the yeah. first IMAX ones. So they would always take students there for like those the Grand Canyon and just like dumb educational shit.
1: Oh, yeah. Like they had unpick. like the student discount card discounts yeah. for students as well. Because I remember going to watch movies for cheap there.
2: Mm-hmm. I never did that. No, I only ever went and did Eau Claire cause they would get a lot of like indie films yeah, or like yeah. smaller run films that like, uh, that, cause I, typically I went to either Chinook or more often was West Hills just cause that's where close Aaron's by.
0: At. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> right on.
2: Um, dead in sky. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Is it discontinued or is it still actively sold? <clears throat>
1: shreddies um, shreddies used to be my oh, favorite
2: i know i, I know shreddies. i know holy smokes i hate shreddies
0: many wheats when i still uh, uh, ate cereal was probably my favorite i think it's still around yeah
2: I, and i've said before i i didn't really ever eat cereal because i don't really like the taste of plain milk sure um, and you know what cereal tastes the worst dry shreddies it's you like know what a, yeah It's like a sponge in your mouth and it's when they're dry for
1: some reason. (laughs) That's true. Yeah.
2: Feels like you're eating a a handful of hay.
0: Sure. Don't think it's that bad, but sure.
2: Wait, so in kindergarten, that used to be one of the snack foods, and I had to dip them in apple juice
0: to get to eat them. Oh wow. They're there is a weird amount of things that have shreddies as like part of their trail mix or whatever for like how dry that cereal is. That's true. There yeah. is some of that yeah. going on. Um, so all three of us don't really like cereal. Then I fucking hate cereal. I'm lactose intolerant. I don't eat it. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: all right, I love cereal until my
1: body was like, haha, not anymore, sucker. No, no, none for you. Oh, Okay. <clears throat> yeah i mean like i'll do i'll do like almond milk or like lactose free milk every now and then but like it's it's so much lower on the priority list now because of that sure sure yeah. fair enough i
2: a lot of people just eat it dry especially the more candy ones like the reese's puff cereal i actually did eat some of that yeah. dry like once and i was yeah, like that's candy. this is okay but yeah, yeah it's, but it's candy at this point it yeah. is
1: yeah yeah like, like like the timbit cereals like that too that's right. a Timbit
2: cereal. I've never there's even Timbit heard cereal. of that.
1: There, yeah, <laughs> there's a Timbit cereal. There's Oreo O's, which is Oreo cereal. Like they just basically took any candy and any cookie they could and made it into a cereal
2: a donut, I guess. Weird. Yeah. Yep. Do they sell that at Tim okay, Hortons? Be- Can you buy Timbit cereal at Tim Hortons?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, know. I haven't been at Tim Hortons in like a year now, so.
0: Yeah. BGC Kenny writes in. You're in charge of the, making the next big edutainment game. What is the subject you teach? How would you go about teaching said subject while making the game fun? Edutainment.
1: Biology. Biology. Okay. Yeah. VR I'm with you. game. Where you can see your like your your body parts yeah. on like the inside or like the muscles as they move as you move them yourself. Like you are like the skeleton oh, that'd be that neat. moves around.
0: All I'm right, gonna be real. I one. thought you were going with a joke hentai answer or something, but that actually no, sounds real no. cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go lean. a little
2: after dark. It's gonna be a sex set game and it's gonna be <laughs> VR. <laughs> going a little after dark. The just little, little, just kids, little gotta little kids gotta learn early. Kids gotta learn early. And then you get to have sex with whatever you want in the <laughs> VR thing. With whatever you want. <laughs> Sean,
1: yeah, does you. Sean does not discriminate. Sean yeah. does not discriminate. Oh man.
2: There's no judgment. You can whatever you want to put in you or put it in. A, <laughs> you can do it. That's that's the motto. That's our motto. That's the that that's the, that's the TDP the guarantee. <laughs> yeah. That's the guarantee. <laughs> we'll let you put it in anything.
0: Oh, my God. Here I was going to say something like I really like how Assassin's Creed is just like we're a game, but also we have these like modules that like show you yeah. some cool shit. <laughs> I guess mine's a yeah. boring answer. That's fine.
2: I was going to say like I think back to um, Magic School Bus and, and the space yes. level. And that one was cool because yeah. all the different gravities and different sets ups of the planets made for just different levels. That was fine. I thought that was pretty cool. I was also going to say, if I personally was making one, I would love to make some kind of uh, like ring fit adventure style fitness game. Sure. I think that would just
0: be cool. Realistically, like it would probably just be a visual novel like Carmen Sandiego or something, because that's easy and cheap. I wouldn't mind playing another like Where in the World was Carmen Sandiego, like Redone or something. That might be fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, realistically, mine's the sex ed VR game, and it comes with one of those collector's editions for inside (laughs) where you get the squishy ball thing. Um, That's right. you can feel with
1: your hands while you have the headset on. Totally. God. All right. Suku Suku writes in and says that TMNT have been rebooted so many times that it's a part of everyone's childhood. And as such, we all have a favorite. Who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? And who's the turtle you most identify with? Well, Mikey's my favorite. That's why he's literally in the background. He's behind the NBA Jam machine. Uh, but most identify with uh, most identify with is probably Donatello, like nineties, eighties, nineties. Because you're
2: a nerd. Glasses. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I mean, I feel
2: like Donatello my, my favorite. Glass.
0: Ralph is the one I identify with.
2: Hmm. <laughs> you mean you mean Raph, right? Not Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, I was gonna say why'd you I say Ralph? Yeah. Ralph? Ralph.
0: Ralph. Fifth Ralph.
2: T- Ralph's the fifth turtle that we don't get to see a lot of screen time
0: of. <laughs> he's in the back. He's the stunt devil. <laughs> Can
2: I come on this mission, guys? No, you're not invited. Oh. Sorry, Ralph. No. Mm-hmm. So, so someone has to take care of Splinter. We told you that he's getting old. Oh man! Oh, poor Splinter.
1: <laughs> I mean, that is a plot element to one of the movies. yeah in the games,
2: I always like Donatello. Just the reach he got on the stick. Yeah. It was always pretty cool. Um, but I mean, Cowabunga Man, gotta go with the pizza loving. I guess they all love pizza.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really it's narrow it down
2: at all. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Donatello, he's got the cool stick. Who doesn't like big sticks?
1: Sure. Probably kids who like sword size and nunchucks instead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. In true. that new
2: one, uh, Leonardo, his swords are huge. Yep. yep. Uh, all right, last question here. Lineback writes: Suddenly, all pets can talk with and understand humans. How would you feel if this happened, and what would you do? Oh God,
0: it'd be totally it. normal, and reaction. I wouldn't think about it. Oh, I already Wait, no, you have two cats, don't
1: you? Yeah, that's I'd it. have a long we're discussion
0: with my cat. Yeah, yeah we're just okay, what we're if they're owners. like
2: yeah what if they're like assholes
0: they're cats no, of the course thing. they're assholes my cat has been an asshole we would have a long discussion about why he can't go on the fucking oven after we cooked because he's going to fucking burn himself <laughs> stupid little shit
1: <laughs> i already talked See, to the cat I feel anyways like, as it is so it's that's not it, gonna be any it, different
0: yeah totally i feel yep. like
2: it'd be so it'd be so annoying also like so if we can talk to them, are they now, like, smart? Is it now, like, uncomfortable that we own them? That's what I'm thinking, like...
0: If they could understand me and we could have a conversation, I would totally be like, yeah, I mean, you can go out, like, hang out and for a walk, just be home by this time. Like, I would just give them a curfew. They would basically just become actual children at that point. <laughs> where it's just, Like, they're like, their kids? Yeah. Pretty much. Now, what if the cat's like older than you, though, or the dog or whatever? The, the cat is def- my cat is definitely older than me. Aren't they like See s- now? So maybe you too. should be the cat's pet. I mean, like, much what if they, are, what right? if the
2: animal is older and wiser than you? N- now, who's the owner?
0: I mean, I'm the one feeding them. So
2: that's already
0: yeah. the case.
2: I would assume at some point they, they are getting smart enough that they can now get a job. No, they don't have They don't have opposable thumbs! Yeah. I, I, what if it's like, I don't know, like, what, what could what if something's like, hey, we need to smell something. Well, for <laughs> this dog will smell stuff you need. No, that's true. There Very are well. cats mm. that
0: are like, actually, <clears throat> like, mousing cats that
2: people yeah, get. mousing cats. There's there's dogs that, like, save people from the Himalayas. Give that guy a hundred bucks every time he saves someone's life. There you go.
0: There's groups of dog owners that have specific dogs to, like, kill rats in new york city and stuff too yeah that's true there are animals with jobs that is a thing so i don't know yeah cat cafes would be a different thing
2: cat cat super different unless i would be down if the cat served me food like served me a a coffee at a cafe that'd be fun yeah have a conversation a little apron yeah would the horses ride us
0: no
1: no They'd go faster than us as is. I they think would they definitely might kill ride us. us to get revenge. They would
0: yeah, definitely they would kill, kill us. us trying to do to ride us. Yeah.
2: See, now I'm thinking in this scenario, I think humans get wiped out.
0: Oh, for sure. If animals oh, yeah. became like totally <laughs> like sentient and we're just like, Hey, we're way stronger and scarier than these dipshits. This is just like, Terminator. What? You're just describing Terminator, but with animals. Totally. Yeah. Maybe even yeah. more dangerous. A lot of animals have built in weaponry, <laughs> like ready to go. Yep.
2: We have all of our soft, squishy parts on the outside. No, oh, man, that, that would not go well. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for questions. If you want to send in a question next week, it's top number respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? Loop hero. <laughs> Loop hero mine's going under cool uh okay and uh so if you're a patreon person uh if you're on the top tier you can now submit a game for next month or for the poll next week that might get voted on for next month um you should definitely do that if iconoclasts can win anything can win so
1: anything is possible yeah
2: yeah, anything is possible at this point you should definitely submit a game Uh, otherwise next week we will have the poll up uh, also continue to get excited. April 1st, we've talked about it is the 2009 game of the year episode uh, that we are preparing. So get excited for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I've started my list and some of these categories are odd to have <laughs> to deal with for uh-huh. sure. Um, we also do have to remove a couple categories because they will not work such as Patreon game of the year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. We can't, uh-huh. f- can't fill that one out. D- does here's a question for you guys
1: um pile of shame is that doable nope i would say it would have to be based off of games that came out that year that's the only way to do it
2: right it has yeah. to be games that year so is it games that year that we know we didn't play and wanted to or is it games that year that we still have not played have we want to oh, oh,
0: still have oh still haven't oh interesting haven't. okay i'm done with that sure yeah yeah The
2: one downside to that, though, is any game, any episode we do again, like that we redo, it would be the same games, wouldn't it?
0: No, because it's different years.
1: Different years, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. No, totally solved it. I'm going to put that one back on the list. Yeah. Uh, As you guys can see, this episode's going to be pretty dumb. So again, that's April (laughs) 1st. (laughs) Get excited about that. Um, Yeah. And yeah, anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.
1: Bye, everybody. Bye.